0: What's
1: up, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Nerd Jocks podcast. I am Chris Marone.
0: We back! I'm Jesse Grund. Uh, really excited to be back. You know, football season finally ended for me, so uh finally got some time to be able to start knocking out some some podcast time. I yeah. love podcast time. I I've also
1: it. been busy, too, producing a, a film right now with my wife. No, no and- big deal. Yeah, just no big deal. Just making this feature during the pandemic, trying to help raise awareness on a human interest piece. Yeah, no, it's yeah, we've been super busy, but we're 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 stoked to be back here and talking more about things, uh, all things Nerd
0: Yes. And we've got some big news say Look, I had totally intended for this first episode back to be about PlayStation 5. Oh, and yeah. We will. We will address PlayStation 5. It's coming. It's gloriousness. And it is very big. But something happened yesterday. Oh, there's other stuff, like the, uh, the monolith in Utah. Like, oh,
1: yeah. Uh, this random, like, and, now agency, and now it's gone. The monolith's gone. And it's gone,
0: and then another one showed up somewhere else. Like, there's so many, there's so much nerdy and jockey yeah. stuff going on out there. We've got uh, college footballs coming to a head, and we got players off out. We've got all this stuff going on right now. But then Warner Brothers drops the bomb story on us yesterday <laughs> that we had already been kind of talking about this as an episode and now it's like well we really have to talk about this now for I mean, sure we have to like i mean there's no way we're gonna miss this so
1: because it's a potential it's, uh, it's it's a what seems to be a short-term decision that could become a long-term effect
0: Oh, it's huge. I mean, it's huge. So the story that we're obviously discussing is Warner uh, media announcing that their entire 2021 slate of films is going to be available both in theaters and on HBO max. And it's going to be on HBO max for no extra charge. And not only is it going to be no extra charge, but it's available the same day that it opens in theaters and it's going to be available for a month. Like it's crazy. And they're 20, they're 2021. It's not like a, it's not a slouchy, like lineup. Like we got, we got made. These are all the
1: films that they were, they were able to be making before they were being affected by the pandemic. And they were like, but we're releasing them in 2021, I guess on streaming platform.
0: Yeah. So, uh just a few to name that are very dirty. Obviously there's a lot of movies that are that are going to be on here, but let's name a few. So, obviously we knew the Wonder Woman announcement and we thought that was just going to be a temporary one-off thing because it had been delayed so many times at this oh point. Okay, yeah. like, hey, let's just you know, they're going to get it out there. Um but we got Wonder Woman coming out on Christmas Day. And then uh Dune, uh the new Mortal Kombat movie, uh Matrix 4, Godzilla versus King Kong, which I'm like I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that somehow they were able during a pandemic to get a giant gorilla and a giant uh, lizard to fight each other. Um, during, right. During. The
1: pandemic. Yeah, I mean that's just that's, way. This is way crazy.
0: It's crazy. Uh, it, Am I missing? Am I missing anything? I mean, I know there's some other movies. Yeah, I think but there were like, some
1: other ones. So I think those are the most notable. But I think the most notable right. of the story is the simple fact that this is happening next year, where these major intellectual properties that normally break in hundreds of millions of dollars up to potential billions. If they do well enough, they're all coming out on a streaming platform, which is a monthly service. And I think they're testing the waters to see how many subscribers they get that are interested in consuming normally theatrical content, um, on a streaming platform.
0: Yeah. Every- I, I I think, I mean, they're not the first one. We right. already saw it with yeah. Disney. Disney yeah. Plus did it with Mulan. Yeah. Except it wasn't free. No. It was an extra 30 bucks on top of it.
1: Right. This is, uh, this is also, the Netflix model.
0: Right. So this is like, hey, you know, it's not even an extra $30. It's, hey, you can just watch it, which is like.
1: It's pretty I'm big. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because some, some it? films on Netflix were like that, that film could have easily gone to, to theater but I'm watching it right Absolutely. here at home and now HBO max with these films that we've never seen cross the line, so to speak are now oh crossing gosh. the line. And what does that mean? You know, what does that mean for the future of, of, of movie going and how we consume movies?
0: So do you think you're in the industry and in a just honest, honest take from you. Do you think that we are moving towards streaming, video on demand streaming trumping uh the the movie theater experience do you think that that's what we're moving towards
1: i think we were already seeing a decline of movie theater uh going i think part of the reason we saw that that remember that movie pass service that came out and everybody was like is this an alternate reality um Mm -hmm you saw the movie theaters responding to the fact that the only things that were doing really good were like the big tentpole superhero films that were bringing in all this money. And, and that's what you want to go see. It's like going to the circus. You're like, all right, I'm going to go to the movie theater to essentially go to the circus and be wowed. Um, I think it's hard to project what's going to happen because we're not all prepared for what we're going through right now. Even the businesses, we can see these in even these huge billion dollar, you know, studios are like, what do we do? Oh my God. I have no idea what to do. We got to try something because we're, 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 we need to make some money instead of making no money. And so I think this hmm. choice, while being what could be long term, I think. Part of it is just like, we'll do this for now. We'll see what happens once we settle back down into normalcy, whenever that is, which is probably looking at 2022, and then maybe get back into movie going. I do hope something does birth out of this that I want to get into. Um, but I, I don't think it's a, I, I don't want to believe they want to go long term with the streaming service personally.
0: Well, what's interesting. What's interesting is, is that what movie theater chains do we have left? Like we already lost Regal. One of the largest ones is gone. It shut down. So it's AMC the and
1: Cinemark. And then I think there's, yeah. isn't there one other one or no?
0: I mean, I'm 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 kind of reserved to East Coast stuff, so pretty right. much AMC and Cinemark right now. So we, we have them slowly dying off. AMC came out and made a statement that they were uh, strongly against this. They thought this was a very selfish decision by by Warner Media uh, in regards to making this decision. They have their right to be that. honest, I, 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 yeah, for sure, you're running a business <laughs> yep. where you're putting out a. It's movie a partnership
1: too. They the, the, these chains right? have this partnership with these studios, and now the studios are doing something that's kind of unintentionally disrupting that relationship. Sure.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's, you know, I'm going to, I don't know. Are we an R rated podcast or are we G rated? podcast? Uh,
1: listen, we're us live like you.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to use an analogy here. This is the equivalent of being in a relationship and suddenly telling your spouse, I'm just going to masturbate all the time. That's pretty much what it is. Because if you look at it, like it's only, it end, only
1: serves themselves.
0: It only serves themselves. So then it comes down so then it comes down to okay, where <laughs> yeah. are we gonna how, how are we gonna what do this? They're just servicing themselves now. Yeah. But but ultimately so a couple of things here. One, I've seen the production value of what we're seeing on streaming services, which you kind of talked about a little bit, exponentially go up, right? <laughs> I mean we're we're not talking, you know, crap films being put out here or even crap episodic television shows. We're talking upper echelon viewing experience look at the mandalorian i mean if, I, if, I i'm gonna commit nerd uh th- th- i haven't watched it yet
1: okay you're missing out
0: so i, I know out. i am i've got to catch up on this season
1: we got to catch up on the season
0: uh
1: but i want to watch it that technology they're using to do that show is crazy
0: i think i pretty much lost like half of the audience's respect do you
1: know about it's the it's tech, it's they're tech they're using on room. that set have you heard about it what it just a I, I quick, just a quick it. rundown to, to to bolster what you, the claim you just made about yeah, the 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 production value. Uh, they are no longer using like a like blue screen. They have an actual projected image of what is going on behind the actors. And it comes through when you film it like it's actually being filmed there. It's a huge screen that it moves. The background and stuff moves with the camera. You have to like look behind the scenes, but you'll see them walking around and it's not blue screen. They themselves can see the projected the projected image. It's where the tech's going in terms of like a slightly augmented reality with CGI. I was gonna say ar right? It's crazy, but they're doing that on a wow. on a streaming on a show that's on on a streaming service. So yeah,
0: that's what I that's what I mean. And yeah. you know the rumors the rumors are that Disney's even talking about Disney was already talking about seeing the success that Mulan had and doing that long term with their releases. I, I think we I think we're getting to a point right now where. The at-home viewing experience, and it's not for every American, obviously. But the at-home viewing experience has the opportunity to be so good. Yeah. And not only that, like the last time you were at a, when was last, what was the last film you went to go see a movie?
1: It, great question. Uh, 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 the Invisible Man was the last film that uh, oh, yeah. Kika and I saw in theaters. Wonderful film. Lee Winnell is a wonderful director and writer, and I, I it was super impressed with a remake actually doing. Uh, as well as as it did but yeah the invisible man
0: so did you buy concessions while you were there yep how much did you pay for popcorn a couple of drinks and maybe uh jujubes oh no (laughs) jujubes
1: uh so everything sans jujubes um probably another 20 bucks
0: so another 20 bucks for something that if you sat around at home and you did it you popcorn and a couple of drinks may cost you like 65 cents yeah Yeah, no, I'm just using that as an for sure. I'm, I'm and probably not 65 cents. But those those Oh, keep, I go back for those refills, y'all. Yeah, right. Seriously, Abyss boy. But uh and by the way, we we do need to do an episode of the reboot of Animaniacs, Animaniacs. because it has been I haven't good. watched it. It's so good. good. It's so good. We should do a viewing party together. Cool,
1: I like it. So good. I'm done
0: Yeah. So so <laughs> So, uh I just I think the movie theater experience used to be that it used to be an experience right I remember when we were kids we'd go and it was always the same ritual right mom would buy the tickets We'd always get a seat like four rows up from where like the front and that other spot sits, yeah. and it'd always be on the end. And we'd always have the popcorn, and I would Coke Zero and the candy, and it, you know, we'd always go to Publix beforehand so we could buy the candy, and then my mom could hide it in her giant purse, which is like, hilarious because
1: recently I learned uh, from a from a YouTube video of like people who like worked at AMC or whatever fun you know movie goer facts that you 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 should know. They don't care. They don't care that you bring in the candy. We've been smuggling in candy for all these years like we're 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 Ethan Hunt or James Bond having to, you know, deliver a package and we just learn we don't care.
0: We don't care. We really don't. We really don't. I've, dude, I've walked in there with beer and wine before as I've gotten to be older. Hey, I was going,
1: this is my size. Yes. I, I'm normally I'm normally shaped this way.
0: My wife is pregnant, I promise. Why is it shaped like a six pack of beer? Because she's got a six pack and then there's a baby underneath the six pack. Jeez. That's how that why works. Why are you body shaving her? That's how that right works. Now? Science. But it was an experience, right? But yep. that experience has gotten to be more and more expensive, but also less and less um, genuine in that I could have that same experience kind of at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and so I think there's a certain element of, we're graduating from that. We're graduating into this new world of technology and streaming media and everything else. And I don't think the theaters are keeping up. I think they are just like, Hey, we're a movie theater. This is what we do. Uh, you, you see little things here and there. You see like, uh, Oh God, there was a 4D movie theater here in, in central Florida where like went and like the chairs moved and like wind blew got, on your face and got like him here, all that stuff. Yeah, and it's like, okay, that seems like a step towards a direction, right? And I think but they implemented
1: that... it late last year going into towards the pandemic is when they were maybe going to do more of it. So they got they got crippled by that hitting with that tech probably spreading.
0: And, and you know, 3D making a comeback and movies being in 3D and now that not being as big a thing anymore. It's just, it's, to me, it's like, it's the... I, I don't think that theaters have actually caught up with... Where we're at right now, and I think there's this like f- line in the sand. This is who we are. This is how movies are going to be made. This is how we're going to put them out. Deal with it, you know. And I think, and, and I, I don't necessarily want to say yeah. I applaud Warner Media because it's not that, but I do want to say that like they had a choice yeah. here. They could put these movies out in the theaters and maybe make no money in 2021. Because, based on you know what we're looking at, yeah, or they could try and build their subscription streaming service and try and build up the the membership base and i and I had this conversation with you a little bit before i think I think hBO max is somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars a month. I think it's where it is
1: yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's fifteen now or this I think with okay, this so thing it's, it's going to be fifteen yeah
0: so i i I have it already, I bought it for a year. I bought it for a year.
1: They're offering a deal right now. No, this is not, you know, we're not sponsored, but we'd love to be. Uh, Sponsored by HBO Max. Yeah, no, they're they're offering a deal right now for cheap upfront annual cost.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I, I bought a year months ago, right? When it, May, when it first came out. So I bought a year then. And... We like it. It's it's a, it's a it's a wonderful, beautiful interface. I'd say that's a nicer interface than, than uh, some of the other streaming services. And yeah. it's a little bit more intuitive. And there's a lot on there. And obviously, Warner Media has this huge um, collection of content at this point. Um, but I, I say all that to say that like, if it auto renews in May, I may not notice it in my bank account. Mm. And they're banking on that. It's how. Places like uh, uh, Planet Fitness makes so much money, and you see Planet Fitnesses or Youth Fits everywhere. For that amount of money on in a bank account, that's kind of a drop in the bucket or on a credit card. You're not really going to notice yeah. that. So they live and die off of what's called EBT, which is a, a electronic funds transfer. They, they really – or not EFT, EBT. I can't remember what the B stands for. But basically, it just means like auto-drafting a bank account or auto-drafting a credit card. Like if I get somebody, there's statistics saying how long those people will last if they sign up for a membership and they last past the first couple of months. Yeah. Like you are you are talking about some something that can make them it's and it's relatively passive income. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, you know, if, if 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 somebody goes and sees Dune once, okay, let's just say the only movie they go see that year is Dune. Let's say it's 20 bucks to go see Dune. And I know it's unrealistic for somebody yeah. to go see one movie. Let's just use it. They go see Dune once. Pay 20 bucks to see it. They got to split that with the theater, whatever amount that is, they get $10 off of that person. Let's say they want to see Dune and they put, they sign up for uh the HBO Max for 15 bucks a month. They do 2 months of that, they just made more money off that person if they had if they had just gone to see the movie. Right. So I to- I yeah. totally get this. And I think if it's successful and HBO Max explodes and you see the huge subscriber base that comes from it, I think you're going to start seeing a drive towards that for for a new movie release. Well, and and
1: my, my thought on that is some might say, well, that's like the death of movie theaters. And I think in one sentence, the death of modern movie going is what, we'll see but potentially the birth of something new and exciting Mm. and something i've wanted really badly and the tech is there for it and i would hope that these movie theaters uh can find a way to invest in what you were talking about before which is you know no longer did we really have that movie going experience that stood out like it used to because at home technology was getting really good at allowing you to have a a wonderful experience you know in your home without having to go and deal with all the added costs of stepping into a movie theater right but something about a movie theater that a lot of people enjoy is just the social activity right there's just mm, that yeah. joy of going being around others and walking away and just having that feeling and excitement and hearing the buzz you know there's just there's something genuine about that and and we have a multiple living generations right now that have experienced that as a common way of consuming um, uh, films and knowing the impact of films and why we why we have that joy. So what I want to see out of this, you know, talking about like the death, but then the you know the birth, even in comics it happens all the time, right? Is that our movie going experience step into the world of augmented reality, enhanced yeah. movie going experiences that you just yeah. can't get at home where when you step into a theater with everyone else, it almost feels like, you know, when you're at a theme park, in the rooms that you sit in and you have those big viewings of the spectacles and the rides that you're on movies turn into that where the added layer of the movie going experience isn't something you can get at home because you don't have the money to spend on the, you know, the augmented reality cameras or the, or the glasses that you may get that help project the image into the room. So it feels like you're actually stepping into these worlds. So if the new avatar comes out, you're surrounded by the, you know, The land as the cameras there, you're not going to get that at home. So this is where I think these individuals that are running these movie theater chains that are still around need to start thinking of when we do come back, what do we offer them Mm. to want to pull them out of the I'm so used to now just paying for the streaming service and I get my content at home. It's got to be something more to that sensory experience that goes along with being in a movie theater like that chair that moves and the wind blowing in the face, but magnify that even more.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that would be really cool. I I have no idea what the price tag would be on for sure movie experience, but I think that would be really cool. I want to touch on something you said about the social experience, you know, the way we use movies, which I think is really cool when you think about it. Um do you remember the scene in of course you remember but do you remember the theater you were in during in game when the little holes of the portal started opening oh yeah and on your left did your did your theater cheer the the
1: energy in the movie theater was uh yeah it was a moment of like we all were on the same vibe right you know like
0: that's the cool experience you get out of a movie theater you know i'm going to use this other movie that i said did you see a quiet place in the movie theater i didn't No, that
1: was one where we were like people were all just on the edge of their seat because of the thing they did with sound like you could you Mm -hmm. couldn't open a bag of candy because you were just like and it was just so loud the way it was you were like oh my god so (laughs) yeah
0: i was actually going to use another one so i saw uh we have a we have a couple of IMAXs here in central florida And uh, I went to – we saw the first Amazing Spider-Man. So the one with uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And that movie gets a lot of hate. I enjoyed it. I I, I really liked that one. The second one, that's a topic of conversation for another time. Um, But the scene in that movie when uh, he's got to swing all the way to the – he doesn't know how he's going to get there. Where he's got to swing all the way to the building because uh, Dr. Connors is basically climbing the building to disperse that stuff all over New York City. And all the cranes like win- winch themselves right over that space, and he's he webs his leg up and then just takes that dive and like starts. Swaying. I still get goosebumps right now thinking about that scene because a the music's perfect for that scene, right? And b just the overall feeling. I remember the the first the first one that he like fell, and then you, he comes up. see Thomas Howell brings him up with that crane. Like our theater applauded. And there was like this, this feeling in the air. It was almost like that goosebump tingle feeling as you're watching it, but you can feel that everybody else is feeling that at the same time. And I think there's never going to be like, I, I still get that from in game now. We can't have that that at home. Yeah. We, I was going to say, I think there are certain scenes that kind of transcend that. Like the scene in in game with on your left, like I still get goosebumps from on your left. Right. will always even sitting by myself in my, in my office, On your left comes on. I'm still going to do that. Yeah. But you're right. There are certain moments that we can't get if we're not in that. That's why I think there's going to be a certain, I wouldn't be surprised if what we see is not as many films going to the big screen, but certain types of films going to the big screen. And I think that, I think that's going to be a big deal as well, because like, again, I'm going to use in game, seeing in game in theaters and seeing in game at home is definitely a different experience no matter how big a tv i have at home it's not the same experience so i think that we may see a shift in what movies go to theaters and what immediately start bidding to the like i can't imagine like even though godzilla versus king kong is going to be on hbo max if it if i watch it on hbo max and it's any good i'm going to go see it on a big screen yeah because it's godzilla versus king kong
1: those are those are movies You you consume on a big screen yeah
0: absolutely and i think there are certain things and i think that could also work in warner's favor and you may see some box office numbers you're not expecting yeah because i think some people may watch it at home and then go wow i really want to go to a theater and watch this because this is going to be really cool to watch yeah you know yep you know i i I think that could uh, that could definitely be uh, a place we go in regards to like kind of maybe like early viewing experience and then it's like wow i really want to go see that on a big screen like holy crap in-game these portals open there's a huge battle i want to see what it looks like on freaking a five-story screen like yeah yeah, that's that's different
1: and and that's something too because you know when you when you when i'm hearing you talk about it i'm like yeah i think there's just going to be interestingly enough i feel like there's a lot of um pent up energy in Mm. you know a large majority of society at least i'll speak for for stateside what it seems like is you know not being able to do the things that you were used to do doing and knowing that you know mm-hmm. there is going to come a time when you'll be able to go do those things again i think there's going to be a huge yes. yes of course yeah i think there's going to be a huge burst of social activity when we're able to get mm-hmm. back out in the world and, and do what we were doing before and having that experience, you know, we are social creatures. We know that. We've been studied. Human beings have been studied enough to know what makes our brains as efficient as possible, what makes our, you know, you know our happiness. Like, we need to be social. That is a thing about us. Like, that, that that's, you know, something, you know, just on a biological level we, we connect to without even realizing it, right? Um, it's why, like, sporting I events.
0: Talk about science.
1: It's like it's like sporting events are so. Um
0: Weird uh, to watch they were so weird to watch right now exactly I don't even, it's and, such and, a weird experience as even as a viewer
1: and it's and it's probably even weird for the ones that do allow some people to go and sit in the stadiums and you're like mm, why are we so spread out like you know you're like the whole <laughs> the intensity of just being close you. i can't i, want, I can't yeah you. um so you know once all that stuff settles back down and it's safe and we're not going to potentially you know infect one another and spread and you know lead to lead to the negative results you know Um, I think there's going to be a lot of that activity and I would love, I kind of want to see what's going to happen with those theater chains that do survive if they do. Um, and what, what that means for them, you know, I, it's so hard to tell. This is the whole thing about the HBO decision that I'm like, I get it as a short term choice. They need that money. Like they need to bank Mm -hmm. on the fact that a lot of people will next year sign up for the service so they can recoup those costs because they weren't going to recoup them by doing it in the normal
0: way. No, no, for sure. They were not. and, And I agree. I think... You know, 2021, 2022, where whenever it is in Russia, it's going to be sooner. But again, I think they're going to turn into zombies before we do. Again, I want people to go back and watch this <laughs> when there are no zombies, and they go, "That guy was calling the zombie apocalypse way before it
1: happened." You're calling the zombie apocalypse before the alien invasion, and we have these random monoliths popping up. I love it.
0: So exactly, I'm just telling. You, it's like it's like that. That by the way, I watched a really good zombie movie the other day that I will probably. I probably will never watch it again, but it was good for the first time viewing. It's the one with Bill Murray and Adam Driver. Uh I wasn't uh, a big the fan. The Dead Don't Die. Yeah. It was it was a good viewing experience. I just won't watch it again. One I thought it was like ah I, I got mm. I got it. I yeah. got it. I That's understood true. what they were doing. Yeah. But like I'm not I'm not like, "Oh man, we should watch The Dead Don't Die. This is a great" yeah great great film to review i will recommend
1: a zombie film if you haven't seen it the train to busan the train to
0: busan i have not seen that oh my god
1: it's a it's a korean film it's so good it's it's zombies on zombies on a train it's zombies on a train it's subtitled no it's it's so good Yes, you can. Can't do, yes, you can. I can't
0: do subtitles. Yes, if I'm going to read, I'm reading a book. I'm nope, just saying. I'm you can do read, it.
1: Trust me. The film is so good. This is one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. I can't say it enough. They're doing a sequel as well. Uh, and I think they were even trying to do like an American remake or re-envisioning of it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it. No, just let them make their films. Their films are I, great. Yeah.
0: What was the Nazi one that came out like last year? It's on Um, it's on Overlord. I watched Overlord. I liked that. I don't know if you've seen Overlord. Overlord was a fun little if you get a chance it's on amazon prime uh it's it's like basically the nazis were are trying subtitles to perfect the zombie process no there are not
1: then you i can't i can't do it there's got to be subtitles the <laughs> there's got to be subtitles otherwise i can't do it
0: hey man it's art it's it's your viewing experience but back, <laughs> back, but back to the back to the topic at hand i think it's really important that we see this as, yes, it could be short-term, but this could also be an experiment that yeah. the rest of the industry is watching. Of course. You know, if they, if they suddenly, again, if they suddenly pull in 200 million subscribers to H, the HBO Max platform at 15 bucks a month, no. and they have those subscribers for a year, well, think about what the, the amount of money that they're making from that. I mean, that's, that is an incredible amount of money that they are making yeah. and not splitting with the, with the theater chains. You know, yeah, and I think that's that. I think that your. I think that's part of why AMC is so angry because if this. This has an opportunity to succeed, and if it succeeds, and if it succeeds in a big way, not just it makes them their money back, but if they make more than their money back, you're gonna you're gonna see Disney probably looking at doing the same thing. You're you're gonna see shareholders pushing for and leadership for for people to start pushing the bigger the bigger ones to do it. You know, I, I don't think we're necessarily going to see it with smaller studios but i do think we'll start seeing bigger studios that have their own content these these own libraries of content to to put it out and do it and look hbo i i think just by getting somebody to sign up to watch the new mortal Kombat, which i, I don't know why we're getting a new mortal Kombat movie but we are getting a new either. mortal combat movie
1: when you said that i was uh, like what that was on there i guess my brain was just subconsciously blocking it out
0: it look the Christopher Lambert Raiden was already perfect. Why are you messing that up? I can't even say that with a straight face.
1: <laughs> oh man, we made these movies.
0: <laughs> but but uh, you know I I don't I don't see like I don't see this being a bad thing for HBO. I think the only person that's a bad thing for is is AMC. I think it, AMC and Cinemark. Yeah, I think it really is. They, they either have to change the way they're doing it, change their pricing model, change their concession pricing model, do something to be able to attract people during that first month to be able yeah. to come out and see it. And I, and I do think it's smart also that HBO Max is only doing it a month. Like, hey, this is only going to yeah. be available for a month. Yeah. You get 30 days to watch it and that's it. That's it. Which I think is smart. Yep. Okay. Because at the end of it, like, hey, if the movie's good, maybe two months later, I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to go see Dune um, on the big screen. I don't know if I'm going to want to see Dune at all, but hey, maybe I want to go see Doom. You know? I'm definitely going to want to watch Matrix 4, just because I have no idea what the heck they are going to do with that yeah. story. They pretty much gave it, I've already written my fan fiction for it, but that's a whole other topic for, yeah. another, for another day. But like, we're getting a Matrix 4, a prequel to The Sopranos. It's the mini states of Newark, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I know that was one of the ones on the list. A musical from Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like some of those movies might not have made as much money in in theaters, and they're probably going to make more money just from being a a streaming opportunity for people. Yeah, but man, I can't imagine what the CGI for like Godzilla versus King Kong costs.
1: I'm also curious, and I'm this is only just because
0: Suicide Squad too. Totally forgot
1: Suicide Squad as someone you know going to be working to sell a film next year um and hope you know possibly get a a streaming deal i'm curious with these big budget films what their agreements would be with these streaming deals like with that's a that's a new territory as well you know what percentage do you get of the monthly cost or the monthly fee is it viewership? You know, does it, where where do those things tie into that? That Does it emulate the theater chain in any way? I'm just I'm curious because I, I wonder what that does. Does that potentially bolster investment in films? Because there's a huge amount of money to pull from. Like, like look at what Netflix is raking in a month, right? Um, even and though even they're though still they, in the red. Yeah, they have a supposedly they're, they have like a $14 billion deficit.
0: I, I, I have no idea how what i mean they th- they i mean they just kind of hand money to adam sandler and yeah. um, just let him they do continue to he make money to and
1: funnel it into new content because they're believe because their subscriber base just continues to grow you know so yeah there there's there's a lot here to everyone i think is just sitting waiting trying to gauge what's gonna happen you know I, I've, I really I really want to believe that AMC and, and Cinemark that are hanging on right now will find a way to create an experience in their buildings that you just can't get at home. That's what they have to do. They have to do that yeah. in order to to make Absolutely. this feel worth it.
0: We could go back to having intermission again and like, hello my baby, hello my honey, hello my right. Like, yeah, the little dancing, not little dancing popsicle that goes across the screen. Yeah. Um, you can have you can have somebody walk around that's got a little flashlight that's walking you to your chairs. Yeah. I think that would be like let's bring back the really old, like the old timey <laughs> movie theater experience. Let's bring back drive-in movies. Uh, by the way, have you seen the float up movies? Have you seen those? Where they basically like you're like they they put these screens they're on like bodies of water like a lake or something and you like float up and you inter, inter- interchange like uh tubes like inner tubes and you watch a movie like on the water. Oh, that's like, cool. I was like, yeah, except until you sit there and somebody's like, "Hey, let's do a a throwback and watch Jaws." You know?
1: <laughs> no. I wonder what it's like when you need to go use the bathroom. It's right there. You don't have to miss any of the yeah. movie. It's well, right that's there. you know, and and something to be said too about this is like we're still seeing people go to these drive-in theaters, a uh, chain, you know, a, a side of the movie business that probably never thought they would be making the money that they're making right now. These drive-in theaters are doing very well, you know. And once yeah, you got
0: co- this mom and pop drive-in theater, then it's like, honey, what movie are we going to show today? And it's like we got forty-three cars here. We better we better, we better they, show something new, and they and they're
1: getting the new films too. Yeah, I mean, that's I the thing. Like these places, like we we got to have it showing. You know, we're gonna show our film that would never come to your mom and pop drive in theater, and now it's showing, right. and they're making more money. Right. Like I mean, we've seen it out here too. And what I do like is it happened at the beginning. I don't know how much it's happening now, but there was a film called The Wretched, which was this horror film that came out, and at the time, right, at, it came out at the right time um in the drive-in theaters because of the pandemic's beginning it became the number 1 movie and it was like this super low budget horror film that you know was okay it was it was pretty good for for what it was but it got the number 1 name Wow. So that like these filmmakers can walk around and be like, yeah, I had a, I had a number one movie in, in, in America at one point. And because you, oh, they you know, literally did. One. Yeah. And 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 it was just the wretched. So I do want to think like if these, you know, sounds like a video game, by the way. Yeah. If these if these uh, um, chains that are still around the ones, you know, maybe they do find a way to fund some of these drive-in theaters. Maybe there is an AMC drive-in that pops up. Maybe there is a Cinemark drive-in that pops up where they can take a chance on some of these unknown projects that could do well. So there's, there's things there that could just naturally generate more interest. If they're willing to take those risks, they have nothing to lose right now because they're already losing you know what I mean? Like, like AMC yeah, and no, Cinemark have sure. to start trying stuff in order to 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 really maintain. Or some newcomer in the, the movie theater industry pops up and says, I've up that I've, I've figured out or we've figured out what will bring people in, which is something we know that we see all the time in, in capitalist environments, is usually when something declines, somebody comes along and figures out the solution to get that you know back up and it's mm-hmm. now there, now their baby and they've now taken the stage and we have some new name we're talking about when it comes to movie theaters
0: what's what's been your what's been your most favorite viewing experience for a film not avengers
1: i'm a fan of 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 horror films and theaters there's just there's there's Nothing like it, but I would say a quiet place did something that I hadn't really experienced before, and that was really cool. The sound design blew me away and kept me on the edge of my seat, and really made that movie going experience uh, something fresh. And I was uh, that that was that was one that that stood out to me and 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 excited me for. Oh wow! I I hadn't really understood you could do that before. You could get it to a level. Inside a theater, that it's quiet enough but loud enough. I, I I don't know how to describe it. The sound design is amazing in that film.
0: What about you? Uh, for me, it's one that I saw the room in a theater. You know which you know which movie I'm talking about. Correct? Tommy
1: Wiseau's The Room. Okay.
0: So I went to so I went to a local. It's uh it it's called the Enzion here in Central Florida. And we went, and it's a real, it's so that this is kind of where I want to go with this. So that it's a type of theater that's got, like, tables that you sit at. Okay. Get cocktail service and food service and stuff. And we're playing the room. Okay. Midnight matinee showing. Um, also the same day that we found out we were having my son. Oh, so wow. It was really fun. <laughs> it was a really fun experience. Uh, I, <laughs> so, <laughs> But it became a viewing experience because – I don't know if you know this, there are rituals and things much like Rocky Horror Picture Show that people do at viewings of the room. Yep. So like anytime like a picture of the spoons comes up, people bring metal spoons with them and they clank them together. Anytime there's logged, he does these log drawing shots of the gold gate bridge. Everyone starts chanting, go, 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 go. Cause they want to finish the whole bridge. And I just remember, and there were so many other things, you know, like, like they quote, like everybody would openly quote parts of him. I did not do it. I did not.
1: I did not.
0: <laughs> but what I thought was hilarious, that was an experience. Yeah. I think this kind of draws me back to what we were yeah. saying, which was there's got to go back to being, instead of it being cattle, that you're just pushing in and out, Yeah. that it goes back to being a theater experience that, yeah. that you have. And I know The Room's not... It's its not the same as every other movie out there. By I mean, there's a movie about the making of this movie, so... It's great. And by the way, Disaster if you're watching artist. this and you've never watched... If you're watching it. this and you've never watched The Room...
1: Go see it. Go see it. Watch it. Stop what you're doing and watch The Room.
0: Watch The Room. Not room. The Room. The Room. Two totally different movies. Yeah. Two totally different movies. We did learn right? recently
1: about a film on a different tier than the room called, uh,
0: I was just about to say if they release that early on streaming, are we going to watch that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: birdemic. Have you heard of birdemic?
0: I haven't heard of birdemic. I was referring to a different
1: movie. Oh no. Birdemic. Uh, Kika and I watched a shortened version and it's enough. It's enough, but yeah, birdemic. (laughs) It's a real thing. Uh,
0: I was, I was referring to the, uh, amazing looking new action movie starring the one and only nicholas gage called jujitsu that's coming out
1: and one of the I'm best sorry. the best aspects of that movie <laughs> that you pointed out was uh just have to ask you have to you have to ask one question when you watch the trailer for that film what's missing i hit up i hit up patrick and i sent him the trailer and i was like what's missing I asked them, and he first response. He was like, "No one's doing jujitsu." <laughs> no
0: Look, there's there's Japanese jujitsu and Brazilian jujitsu. They're not necessarily the same thing, by the way, for people out there. But it still wasn't even Japanese jujitsu. <laughs> like it just.
1: <laughs> no one's doing jujitsu,
0: and and the master of jujitsu being Nicolas Cage's character, who has. Who has a? Uh, I was watching a little bit, a, a, just a little snippet of the movie the other day, not the whole movie, just like a little preview or something. And he was like, "Remember, in jujitsu, the one thing you always have is leverage." I was like, wow. I think he wrote that line for himself. Probably. Just, I would. I it yeah. Do yeah. a bit.
1: I I do a bit. I imagine <laughs> he spent hours upon hours studying jujitsu and learning about it. We
0: should, we should totally watch that movie together, but when like not out. together at this. We should, here's what we should do. We should schedule a time and we watch it at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it.
1: I'll do it. I don't want to do it, but we'll do it. I don't want to do it, but we'll do it. do it. If you
0: do it with jujitsu, if you do it with jujitsu, I'll do it with, with Bird Demic If you want me to. No, I, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't want you to watch Birdemic. <laughs> I want you to watch the shortened version of Burdemic, but that yeah, that, that. but no, I I I think one of the things that we've 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 really touched on and to kind of like wrap up this episode is is we have um, an interesting future ahead of us with what's going to happen specifically with what we call you know normal box office filmmaking you know the Mm -hmm. the the side of the nerd part of nerd jock with you know the interest in movies movies have had an impact on all of us we are again up with multiple generations of of human beings who have some memory that is tied to an impact our parents talk about Mm -hmm. you know watching alien on their first date Mm -hmm. there's so many different individuals that literally have had some sort of permanent memory tied to the movie theater experience that I think we don't want it to die out, even though it could be where this ends up, where this, you know, story concludes for, for movie theaters.
0: You know, and I'm, as a parent, I'm super excited about being able to take Jason to his first movie theater experience because we know what it's like to experience a movie in that environment on big screen, is that going to be there for him? I mean, is it is that going to be is that going to be an experience that he gets to to have, or is the home the home viewership experience the thing that he understands as normal? Am I referring to this the way that we refer to rotary phones now? You know, uh, it's a it's a fun little. Well, I remember when we had movie theaters; that was really cool. I don't, oh
1: my god! I don't ever want to say that. Like hearing, hearing you say that makes me go, I don't want that to exist.
0: I don't want it to exist either. I think they are an important part of the dynamic, but I think they need to evolve. For sure. I really do think they need to evolve. For sure. I think that's, if anything, they can, AMC can either take this and go, you know what, we need to change from this or they are going to continue to, you know, I don't know what the age of their ownership is. I don't, I don't want to get into that, but yeah. Are is are they progressive in their thinking, or are they still stuck in the golden age of movie theaters, thinking that that is the expectation of of the people? You know, I think that's that's and, important.
1: And for those listening, share your thoughts, what you think, how you feel mm-hmm. about this. Do your you fa-
0: your favorite movie theater experience? Oh yeah, please too.
1: share with us that's your favorite one. movie theater experience. We'd love to hear it. And where do you think it's going? Where do you think it's headed? I I. Yeah, I think I'm I am nervous and excited all at the same time.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I think I think I am too. As as an HBO Max subscriber, I'm excited.
1: <laughs> as a as a theater lover, as a movie theater lover, a little bit nervous.
0: A little scary. But little scary.
1: until scary. this story fully plays out, make sure you get your subscription so you can Consume those films when they come out, and you want to see them and don't want to have to risk yeah. it going to a movie theater.
0: Try our, and you can use our discount code hashtag NerdJock. Yeah, I'm just kidding.
1: There's yeah, it's there. Code. There is there is one. It's not going to work, but you'll you'll help us out in the process. So yeah,
0: seriously, when yeah, you get your exactly. subscription, yeah. just fake, hashtag NerdJock, whatever, That's and
1: fine. they'll they'll email you a code. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. There you go.
0: I, I love it.
1: <laughs> this episode's <laughs> been great it. talking about what's going on with this HBO Max News and the Warner Media movie slate for 2021. We'll be on the lookout for this trend if it goes anywhere. But as always, it's a wonderful time chatting about all things nerd and jock. And uh Jesse, I hope you enjoy yeah. the rest of your day. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to to do this
0: i got so many mongols i have to go kill now oh yeah so that's right mongols. you gotta There's do so that many mongols. i gotta do that i really gotta awesome. do that hey but hey next up next episode of nerd jock guys we're gonna be talking about ps5 which is gonna be a really exciting episode but then we're also gonna add some of the jock experience to it yes that's it that's that haptic feedback that we got going on right there Okay, But we're also, I'm also going to be demonstrating, I'm going to be doing this from my studio so we can actually talk about some things you can do in between games, in between matches, so you're not just chronically sitting all the time in gaming, because I think that's really, really important, and you'll see more and more content like that as we're moving forward.
1: Absolutely, so, so make sure you keep tuning in.
0: Thanks again. We'll see you soon.
1: See you next time on a, another episode of NerdJax. NerdJax.